This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. And I'm happy to say that we have, as we always do at this time of the day, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa on the line with us. Rob, how are you doing? Very well in yourself, Benji. I'm doing absolutely fantastically. Thank you for joining us. Now, Rob, number one on our uh, topic today is the extradition draft bill of 2022. I'm assuming that this has something to do with uh, a certain Gupta uh, that uh, has fled the country, although I I really am just speculating there. Oh, yeah. You'd be a good speculator in that case, definitely, Benji. <laughs> yes, it, no doubt it is. It's another one of those uh, outdated laws. I think this one was set about in 1962. And obviously it has become a bit outdated as international laws and uh, procedures and agencies have somewhat shifted since since the 60s. No doubt it's in, doubt in, um, in line to keep up with the Bushiri as well as the Guptas. And also for any international criminals that seek refuge in South Africa. So it's a law that's working, it works both ways now. You can no longer hide here or, or run from here. And it's, it's all to set up uh, positive treaties, cooperation between law enforcement agencies, different laws. And not just internationally, but also nationally and inter- intercontinental and throughout, throughout Africa as well. So it's, it's a pretty comprehensive law. I think it'll be quite interesting to see how South Africa treats this because as far as I can recall, the ICC, International Criminal Court, was a bit of an issue some time back with um, some, some other individuals. And South Africa did pull out of that treaty. How this will affect that is also up for debate. Will we see South Africa re-signing the, the ICC treaty or become part of the ICC again? Well, let, let's hope so. It's always good to have international laws that cater for for criminals in such a case. Yeah, absolutely. And as you say, we have had not only a number of people escaping and trying to bring them back to the country, but people sort of being uh, and operating uh, sort of incorrectly in our own country. Radovan Krejcik uh, mm. springs to mind as another one. So I do think that there's an interesting uh, and important elements here that needs to be sorted out. Have they done a decent job in putting it together, would you say? Yeah, they have, actually, surprisingly. <laughs> did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> For once, it actually looks like a pretty good bill. There are a few issues which are, which no doubt will have to be cleared up by some clever individuals in, in the legal scene uh, to close any loopholes that, that might exist. Or you know, there's, there's always some loophole that provides for a top official to escape through uh, diplomatic resources and so on and so on. Um, I'm not too sure that this this uh, law does cover uh, diplomatic crimes or crimes under um, performed by diplomats. So I think there has to be something in 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 place for that for that as well. Okay, so that is definitely quite an important element which we're going to be have have to be uh, looking at. But but some good news I think uh, certainly for people who would like to see. Uh, some some orange overalls gracing the covers of our <laughs> prison system uh, in the country. Without it. All right, Rob. So that is uh, that is on on that side of things. Uh, something really on the on the on the different uh, on the different end of the spectrum. Licensing community mental health day clinics and residential care facilities. Now, 
again, I'm just speculating, but this sounds to me like uh, something in, in response to some of the problems that we've had around Esa de Mini life and, and, and such. Uh, I, I just wonder if, if that's not a reflection there as well of, of that sort of thing. You're absolutely correct, Benji. It is, it is, it is a, um, it's the regulations that are being drafted around certain laws. And regulations, obviously, you know, the good thing about regulations is that they, they set out to provide a set of acceptable standards for the operation of, of such facilities. However, this is more targeted at private healthcare facilities and uh, community or, or residential healthcare facilities, not so much as state facilities. I think Life as a Domeni was a state facility where this is this is more private. So I've actually spoken to a an owner of a small private healthcare facility and he raised some rather interesting points around around this, um, that this it poses some quite strict regulations and makes it extremely difficult for private healthcare facilities or mental healthcare facilities to exist, in that that extremely expensive um, situations that they they might find themselves in with overbearing regulations and some completely unnecessary regulations. Uh, their licenses can be revoked at any time if if the uh, inspecting unit uh, want, feels that it, they're falling short in some areas. And as you've seen, if you compare it to building inspectors and so on, there's uh, quite a bit of corruption that goes on in in those places there. The concern, another concern for the private sector is that there seems to be a move to close down private facilities, private healthcare facilities. And as we know, Government healthcare facilities have a terrible reputation and simply are o- overcrowded and there simply aren't enough of them. So we, this set of draft regulations does seem to be a bit overbearing, making it very difficult for new facilities to start up or even continue with the operations. And you know, as, as we know in South Africa, there's, a, there's an absolute need for, for more private healthcare facilities so, although the regulations are quite vague, I think this is one where, where if you have a parent or a loved one, or even if you run a private healthcare facility, you should definitely have your say on, on this. Oh, absolutely. Very, very important. Now, Rob, who can we expect to hear on your show coming up uh, this week in regards, to, uh, in regards to, you, to, to the show that you do, uh, Dear South Africa? Ah, today, or oh, not today, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm going to be chatting to a Michael Louis. He's uh, very involved in the Electoral Amendment Bill. He runs an organization which has been tackling tackling that and supporting independent candidates, making sure that they get to get to run and are privileged to the same, same uh, circumstances as political parties. He has many issues with the Electoral Amendment Bill, which he will be revealing in in the show and it promises to be quite quite a quite an important show that i think people should definitely listen to yeah absolutely uh, especially because the way that the bill is written at the moment the nc potentially could get below 50 percent but still take the country which would be uh, which would be <laughs> quite problematic absolutely. Uh, from, absolutely. A, from, a, from a democratic perspective so as ever rob if people want to uh, be part of the process of commenting on various bills that are going out where can they do it they can do so on dearsouthafrica.co.za. Extremely easy facility to use here. Just add your name and surname and your comments. Select your top concern. 
and we'll send it through as as an official uh, submission through to government and make sure that your voice is heard there and does impact the outcome of any bill. That's dearsouthafrica.co.za. Well, there you go. Rob Hutchinson there joining us from Dear South Africa, as he does every single week. And uh, do go and take the opportunity to go and comment. Uh, it is your right and perhaps even your duty to make sure that the laws that we have uh, talk to us in a particular way. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 High FM.